Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. I'm reading out of my King James Version, so it might sound a little different. But here I go. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. Amen. I believe in the NIV, it starts since then. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. In real practical Christian living is built on this. When we know Jesus is raised from the dead, then our covenant with him becomes real. When we know Jesus is raised from the dead, when we know, not when we hear, but when we know in our heart of hearts that Jesus was raised from the dead, then our covenant becomes real to us. You guys believe that? The Bible says, only if you were raised with Christ can or will you seek those things which are above. Only if you were raised with Christ can or will you seek those things which are above. Since then, in other words, since you are now associated with Christ, I ask, why do we uh, hold back? Why do we do religious things? You know, right now this is the time of Ash Wednesday just passed. And, and you know, when I first came to Christ, I had to shake off that sign of the cross as I passed the church. I would cross myself. I did it just out of habit. You know, it, it meant nothing to me. But that was what I did. People did it in my family, so I started doing it. And don't eat meat on Fridays. And and how about the service? Sit down, stand up, kneel down, sit up, kneel down, stand up. My gosh, come on, somebody. You know, when we know the truth, that service seems silly to us. Didn't it? We were watching the Fox News channel. You know, they're on there with their big old ash on their forehead. I go, man, once they hear the truth, they're going to say, man, that was silly. Why did I even do that? Went on national TV with it because they didn't know. They don't know the truth. You know, that, that, does, that's, that does nothing. What, what, what matters, what we learn in this church is it's our character. It's our sacrifice. It has nothing to do with me going to receive ashes on my forehead. I remember when I became a Christian, my grandma told me, Neil, why, why couldn't you give all that up? You know, when you were in our church, I said, man, I had no power then. I had no power then to, to quit, just to quit. You know, I couldn't do it for 40 days and 40 nights of, of Lent, you know, much less my life. I said, now it's gone, Grandma. I, I do nothing now. As far as what had me bound, I had other character issues. I had to work out somebody, but what had me bound was gone. I was set free, amen. You know, all that sounds silly once we learn the truth. The rosary. 
the Our Father prayer. You know, it's funny you talk to them. You know, I'm Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Do you pray to the Father, Our Father? You know, remember, we're in relationship. That was religion. That was religion that that we did that. Now we have a relation. Now I talk to God. We confess way more than this. The Lord's prayer says, "Amen." Pray on my way to work, going to bed, on my way home from work. Now it's portable altar. I don't have to wait on Saturday to go to a room with some guy behind the screen, somebody. Man-made rules to look good. They do nothing. They they did nothing to stop the mind, though. They did nothing to stop the mind or strengthen the heart or kill the will, somebody. If the heart is not strong, it can't stop the mind or kill the will of an individual. I like that. I think I should make a shirt. Kill the will. So what do we do now? Let's read. Uh, let's, let's read on right there. Um, I'm going to go to verse 3. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Mortify then, therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil, and the covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which you also walked some time when you lived in them. But now you also put off these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. He said a lot right there. And what we used to do, you know, that, that's all world. That, that's when we were in the world, world, we lived like that. But remember the first verse, since then, now that, if you've been raised with Christ, if you love Jesus, if you are born again, set your hearts on things above. Above. I looked it up in the dictionary. And it said, higher than. It said, not touching things below. Man, that's spiritual right there. Above is things above, higher than. Not touching things below. Where Christ is, set your hearts on heavenly things. That means we must make heaven our aim. Seek the favor of God above us. Keep looking up. And not down. Always reaching up. Not to touch the things below. Listen up. To seek heavenly things. Is to set our affections upon them. That's good. In other words. If I'm going to want to. Get to Christ. I have to have an affection for Christ, right? Come on, somebody. Come on, lovers. You know, when you when you were uh, pursuing 
your loved one, if you didn't like them, you won't pursue them. You, there has to be an affection for the things above. If there's not, then you guys won't go nowhere with Christ. Come on, somebody. You guys won't seek him. To seek heavenly things is to set our affections upon them. See, to, to set our affections upon them is to set our minds on things above and not on earthly things. What, what are earthly things? Wealth, honor, and pleasure. Wealth. Because if you're seeking wealth, there's no time for Christ. Hard working, you know, I got to work, I got to work, I got to work. Hey, you know, you're not even in church. Your, your mind's not on Christ. You know, there's no, there's no room for Christ. And then if you get wealth, you'll leave Christ because that's what you really wanted was wealth. So lucky for you, God won't give you more than you can't handle. So why am I not rich? Because God says you can't handle it. That's why. If you're seeking wealth, there's no room, for, there's no time for Christ. There's no time for midweek study. There's no time for, you just, it's hard. The Bible says it's hard to serve two masters, money and God. And then if it's honor that you're seeking, you're prideful. You're looking for the glory. We already know what pride is. And I've read this, Psalm 10, 4, in his pride. The wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. So pride is a killer. I, but, but pastor, I want to be a leader in the church. Well, you can't have pride in you. There has, you the Bible says, humble yourself and God will raise you up. What did it take me? It took me to... to let brothers go ahead of me and me continue to clean the bathrooms. My God, you start from the bottom. You start by being faithful. You start by not complaining. You start by serving. Continue in those, you know, your character. God sees your, he says, be faithful in the little and I'll make you ruler of much. Amen? You know, we can't be prideful. Prideful will say, I'm not going to do that. No. no. Pride is a killer to the, to the men and women of God. It's a killer. It, it'll, it'll stop your growth. Pride. Check yourself. Do you seek him? Do you seek his word? Do you even think about him during the day? Or, or is this just something you do, somebody? You want honor? Believe in God. Seek God. And he will reward you. That's what uh, Hebrews 11.6 says. Let's go to Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. I said believe in him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That has that should be a cornerstone in some of you guys' life. If you're looking to prosper, seek him. 
if you're looking to be somebody in Christ, you need to seek him. I'm not here because I didn't seek him. Amen? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not boasting. But I'm not here because I diddle-daddle around on, on church nights. and You know what I mean? I'm just using myself as an example. I, I was there. I, I told you guys before. I was there regardless, regardless of anything. I was where, I, where God wanted me to be. And, and that's why I believe God's placed me here. You know, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm waiting for some people to raise up, man. We, some of y'all been here four or five years. The Bible says you should be teaching by now, somebody. You got to seek him. Then he puts his purpose in your in your heart. And then there's... Pleasure. Pleasure is another earthly thing. Now, pleasure. Remember what above was. Above is higher up, not touching things below. All earth is below the heavenly things, right? So, What is pleasure? Let's go to First John. First John two. First John two fifteen to seventeen. The Bible says Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, listen up is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. He lives forever. Now, did I just read not the earthly things? He says, do not love the world. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. The New Century Version. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If you love the world, the love for the Father is not in you. These are the ways of the world. Listen up. Wanting to please, wanting to please our sinful selves. Wanting the sinful things we see. Wanting, uh, no, and being too proud of what we have. That's the way it translates. That's that's the world in a nutshell. Wanting what our simple selves, wanting to please our simple selves, wanting the simple things we see, and being too proud of what we have. None of these come from the Father, but all of them come from the world. The world and everything that people want in it pass away, but the person who does what God wants lives forever. The world and its desires pass away. Come on, somebody. You know, how come you don't party no more? Got old. Passed away. Yeah, but you had fun. Well, yeah, but I got nothing to show for it. I, I, sh I should be living in a house that I bought already by now, but I'm paying mortgage on a, on a condo now. All because I spent a lot of money being cool. I'll buy the round. <laughs> oh my gosh 
my tree. My tree. See, whoever does the will of God lives, really lives a new life. I was 35 when I got saved. 10 more years, I'll have 35 years serving God. I can say I'm, I'm living forever now. I'm going to pass that up. I'm living, I'm born again. You know, set your minds on things above. We have to set our minds on the things above. We get hindered by looking at what's down below. Trials, circumstances, issues. We get stalled by not looking up. By looking down on someone. Come on, somebody. By touching what's below. If we're not looking up, you can't see the light if you're down. If you're if you're always looking down, you're not gonna be lit up because you're always looking down. Always looking down, you know. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to discern the bad and stuff, but if that's all you're finding, that you're wrong. You got that wrong. You you have to look at the good in people. There's good in people, even in bad people. I gotta look past the bad in people. I gotta, I gotta see people through God's eyes, allowing mercy because I know where I was. I know who I was before Christ, and God had mercy on me. So now, I mean, I I, I give mercy, man. Let, let God handle it. In in Philippians four eight, I'll be closing. Philippians four eight, Paul says this. He was speaking to the Colossians. Now we're going back a book, and he was at the at the land of Philippi, and now Paul Paul tells the Philippians in verse eight four eight. Finally, brethren, whosoever. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, lovely, or good, report. If there is any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Why? Why? Why should we think about such things, somebody? Because we're to look at people with mercy and grace. We're not supposed to. I mean, the, I think there's some section where the Bible says that we should tell a brother if they're doing wrong and stuff. But but that that's if somebody's been in church for a while and they're still not getting it. I mean, then we say, hey, man, come on, bro. You've been doing this for how long now? Straight now. Walk the walk right. It comes to a point where that, but, but initially when we, when people come in, we need to love them as they are. We need to have mercy and, and grace and, and look at things above. You know, they, they, they came to church. <laughs> That's a plus. Uh, we got to look at things above. Whatsoever is true. Whatsoever is honest. Well, Pastor, you don't know. You don't know. No. There is good even in your spouse. 
There's good. We need to look at our spouses through the eyes of God and have mercy and have patience and have long suffering. Come on, somebody. There's good. There's good in our spouse, man. You know, pure wild pastor. I don't know. If not in your spouse, your children. And some of you are like, ah, you don't know my children. <laughs> you know, even even in our children, you know, there's a purity. You know, I, I shared with this with with a brother uh, maybe a year ago, maybe six months ago. He's a pastor. How do I stop thinking about these things? Hey, the beautiful sunrise as you're driving as you're driving to work. You know, think about the skies in the evening. Think about beauty. You know what I mean? We gotta shift our minds. We have to shift our minds when 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 temptations and things are coming in our head or bad thoughts, somebody. You know, we gotta shift it. We have to shift it because the devil will have a field day with us if we don't. You know, a lovely, good report is, is, is admirable. Things you admire. Things you admire. We have to just find what we admire about our spouses. You know, you don't know my spouse, though. No, <laughs> there's things to admire about our spouse. Otherwise, we won't be with them. Come on, somebody. Virtue, meaning excellent. Jesus, think about Jesus. Jesus was excellent, you know, praiseworthy. What's praiseworthy? Well, God is good. My life is changing. I have peace now. I'm joyful now. Come on, somebody, you know, you got to think about, we have to think about our life, man. You know what I mean? That's joy. That's praiseworthy, you know. I don't have nothing to praise, you know, nothing worthy. Come on. Man, if you're in church, you got something to praise God about. Think about these things, he says. He says, when we, when we put these things into our mind, they stay on our mind. Stop filling yourself with bad thoughts. Start filling them with good. You know, uh, Maria, I'll do this occasionally. Well, it started at, at the weekend to remember. And you have some... In, in the inner set, in the inner breaks, you have little assignments, and one of them is, one of them is, uh, well, when me and Maria went, one of them was name five good things about your partner. So I use that when, like, like, uh, like I say, when we're out driving, you know, a long drive. Give me three things that you thank God for for me. You know what I mean? I mean to to, to remember the good things. We have to train our heads to have a list of good things. Not just a big old list of bad, somebody. <laughs> the good stuff. Come on, somebody. You got to know that you know that I'm, I'm in church. I'm, I'm in church with my spouse, and I gotta, we got to make things work. And that's thinking good thoughts. We're, we are to put on our new self and put away the stinking thinking. That stinking thinking of the old man. Since then, since I'm a Christian, put our affections on things above. That'll do something for our walk, church, is to think on things above. If we keep our mind on the things above, we begin to have joy again. We, we begin to 
love our spouse. We, we begin to have peace in the home, have a good time with our spouse. You know what I mean? Think about these things. It'll do, it'll do you good. Amen.